Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey, friends. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today because this episode is a little bit of self-coaching for all of us, and I am just think it's going to be great. And I think that this is exactly what we need right now in our lives. I know I do. But before we get into the episode, I want to invite you to a free workshop that I am doing online. I was just going to do this for our Life Balance members, but everything that's going on in the world, well, like I said, I think we could all use a little hope, inspiration, and a good old-fashioned action plan to help us move forward. In the workshop, you're going to receive a second quarter goal setting workbook along with guided training to help you set balanced and attainable goals to bring more balance into your life. Plus, when you sign up to get the workshop, you'll be entered in to win. Yep, I'm giving away five 90-day memberships to Life Balance Membership. There are a few different ways that you can enter. In fact, just one of them is signing up for the workshop, but you can learn more on how you can enter and what you need to do by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash next 90 days. Now, today we're going to be talking about how to set up your next 90 days, the second quarter of the year, which, hello, it's right around the corner. And think about it this way, the next 90 days, we're talking about April, May, and June. When we're done with the next 90 days, we'll be going into July. It's like middle of summertime. Our kids might still be in school by then, but I think it's going to be an amazing Time. I always like to put a date to the 90 days because it just helps me live a little bit more in reality of what that's going to be like when I get to where I want to be. It helps my goals be a little bit more realistic when I can think about the season and what that means if I were to achieve the goal. So, all of that to say, this next 90 days is going to be the perfect time to reach your goals, create balance, and be ready to go into summer with the best possible way. Now, in order to do this, Before we start looking forward, we need to look back over the last 90 days because there's so much that we can learn there. But first, let me ask you a question. Do you run your life in 90-day sprints? Now, if you're a member of Life Balance Membership, you probably do. You're probably like, "Uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. But not everyone does. In fact, I don't think most people do. Maybe you do at work or maybe you do the whole 12 months in a year all just thrown together. You know, for many, many years, all of the places that I have worked operated on a quarterly basis. So that had to do with our business goals, our deliverables, our milestones, all of that kind of stuff. And I love working in that way because 12 weeks is a nice, manageable time frame. It's long enough that you can really see some traction and you can get some real things done, but it's short enough to keep you interested in the goal. If you've ever set a goal and abandoned it, Oftentimes, it was probably for too long of a period of time. And plus, just 12 weeks, 90 days, it's just so much easier to wrap your head around. So it works for me. And what I was finding is if it was working really well for me in my career life, it would probably work really well for the other areas of my life, right? Now, I have to tell you, it has worked amazingly for all the other areas of my life. I've been running this system for over five years years of using 90-day sprints and my marriage, parenting, faith, health, home, finances, friends and fun, and yes, still in my career. 
Now, over the last week, inside of Life Balance Membership, we've been doing the Clear Your Chaos course all together. And one of the days in there was kind of doing a little bit of what we're going to be doing today together on this podcast, but it was really just evaluating our balance in all of the different areas of life. And, you know, there's been times when I've done that before when there were a couple areas really out of balance, but I feel like over the course of the last few years, especially, really, let's just speak to the last 90 days. I feel like everything has been pretty well in balance. I was really proud of myself when I did that evaluation and realized, yeah, like the system's working. I know it works, but you know, it's a whole different thing when you kind of pop your head up every once in a while and you realize what you're doing is helping make life better for you and your family and other people around you. So like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a workshop, a little bit of a self-coaching workshop. So there's three things you're going to do, and then I'm going to give you some self-coaching questions to help set you up for great success as you move forward. Are you ready? All right, let's get into it. So I want you to think about bringing out your notebook. Now, obviously, if you're driving or doing something else, please don't do that. But if when you have time, pull out your notebook and you can make some mental notes while you're listening if you can't do that quite yet. But I hope that you go back and do these exercises on paper because they are really that powerful. All right, so number one, how do you define balance? Now, we talk about this a lot on the show, right? I mean, it's the name of the show, (laughs) Redefining Balance. And we say that balance is whatever it is that you define it to be for your life. And it's gonna be different for you than it is for me. And it will be different for you in this season than it will be in the next or in the last season of your life. And when you go to define what balance looks like for you, I highly encourage that you think about the feelings that you have when you feel like you're in balance. You know how like you have those days that you're like, yeah, I'm on top of it. Things are going my way. Like, how does that feel? And really think about those emotions and those feelings that come up for you when you feel like things are in order, when you feel like things are balanced and you're able to be the mom you want to be and have a great day at work and have some great time with your husband. Like, what does that feel like for you? Now, this is crucial. And I have to be honest, I sometimes feel a little conflicted about describing it as a feeling. And I say feeling with air quotes because I don't like to let my emotions pull me around. I don't think that that's a great way to live. I think, you know, emotions are powerful and they're amazing. But at the same time, We need to have a level head in order to stay sane. And I feel like sometimes when we let our emotions have too much weight, then it doesn't always serve us. But it really is the best way to know if you're in alignment with your intentions. And I have to believe that God gave us these emotions and intuition within ourselves for a reason. So we have to learn to kind of tap into that and learn to listen to how we're feeling and using that as almost a barometer to see how we're doing in our life, because I know this is not a very popular idea, but I do believe that sometimes, not all the time, there is a healthy amount of mom guilt. Now, there's also a lot of unhealthy mom guilt, but sometimes I feel like when we have a little bit of mom guilt, it really is because it's our like internal self, our soul telling us, maybe we want to switch gears a little bit. Maybe we need to evaluate what we're doing with our time or our intentions or or whatever it might be, right? And so I think it's important that we kind of tune into those different things and see how we're feeling. So that's number one, defining balance in the way that you feel. Then I want you to list out number two, all eight areas of your life 
And this is the exercise that we do on on day two of Clear Your Chaos. We go into a little bit more of like stressors and things that create issues with us with other relationships and things like that. So it's a, it's very different. But this idea of listing out all of the different eight areas of your life and getting a baseline for really where you've been in the last 90 days. And so once you have all of those eight areas listed out, then we'll move on to step number three, which is to rate each area and how balanced you have felt over the last 90 days on a scale from one to 10. 10 being that you felt really in alignment with your feelings of balance, whatever that looks like for you. And the reason that we do this is so that we can anticipate what will be necessary to bring a greater sense of balance in all of the areas of life in the next 90 days. Now, I want you to think about it this way. Sometimes we talk about balance as, well, we always talk about balance as a verb, but think about like when you're walking along a curb or a balance beam trying to keep your balance, right? And what happens when you start to fall to one side? You might move your arms around, your torso around. Sometimes your other leg comes up to keep yourself from falling. And it's the same with the other areas of your life. Sometimes we have to engage our health goals, our friend goals, even our marriage goals to bring ourselves back to center. But if we don't go through and have a baseline of knowing what's pulling us out of balance, then we don't know what to focus on to bring us back into balance if that makes sense. We'll start just throwing spaghetti at the wall or giving ourselves unhealthy guilt and not really getting anywhere. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel out of control or overwhelmed or like there's just no hope and things are just going to be this way and it's horrible, right? That's not how I feel like we were called to live and I certainly don't want to live that way. So having this idea of the baseline and being able to see where you are so that you can then self-correct And the next 90 days is really, really key. All right, so those three steps are pretty basic, right? Number one, define the feeling of balance for you. Number two, list out all eight areas. And then number three, rate those areas on how you feel that they have been in balance in the last 90 days based on how balance feels for you. Now, this is a weird time. I will be completely honest Things in the last 90 days have changed drastically for me, probably in the last 10 days, (laughs) meaning like the last 10 days are very different than maybe 30 days ago in the last 90 days, right? Like this whole virus and things shutting down and quarantine and no school and working from home and social distancing, all of these things have certainly changed a lot of things for us all, but internally and the way that we feel and in our habits, it just really magnifies the things that we were already doing, right? It can help us magnify the excuses and justifications that we were making or our attitude or whatever it might be. So while you might be kind of thinking, well, I would say it was this one area might be an eight normally, but in the last couple of weeks, it's been more like a three. And if that's the case for you, you might want to just evaluate why, if it is something that's amplified or, you know, if you're like a nurse and, you know, life has been really out of balance for you the last couple of weeks, there's a big reason why. So just look kind of at the last couple of weeks and probably the next four weeks as an isolated incident, right? Things are going to be a little bit not normal in that season of this short little period of time. Hopefully, let's pray, short period of time of dealing with the coronavirus. So moving on now to the self coaching questions. So once you have all of those areas rated, then you can start 
into this process of really diving a little bit deeper and getting some greater insight. Think about this as almost like a science experiment where you're really gathering data, okay? So I'm going to give you five questions to ask yourself, but before we get into the questions, before you start to answer them, I just pray that God would show you the honest answers for each of these. Because sometimes we can buy into our own justifications a little too much. We can see other excuses and influences and blame it on things that aren't necessarily helpful. So I would just pray that God would open your eyes, open your heart, open your mind to see things for how they really are or the direction that he wants you to go with them. All right, self-coaching question number one. For the areas that maybe you've been leaning too much into, what payoff or reward are you getting from doing that? Maybe it's an external reward, praise from others, or even martyrdom. Now, this is where you got to be honest with yourself because sometimes we torture ourselves so that others will notice and have pity on us or feel sorry for us. And that can be a motivator for us because it's still attention. So you really have to think about what is that payoff that you're getting and whatever it is that you're probably diving too much into or leaning too much into. All right. So once you have a good, honest answer for that, then you can move on to question number two. Is there something in the areas that you have been neglecting that causes pain? And what is it? So if you've been neglecting your finances, if you've been neglecting friendships, if you've been neglecting your marriage, what is it that is fearful or painful in those areas that maybe you've been trying to avoid? Now, one thing I have learned over my life is sticking your head in the sand is not going to solve any problems. Ignoring something will not make it go away. Oftentimes, it makes it faster and get worse. So this is why balance is so important, that we look at all these different areas of our life and we make an action plan to hit the problems head on, to address them, to try to make things better. Because if we're just ignoring them, it's going to not get any better on its own. So you want to really start to think about what is it that is causing you to neglect those things? What is causing pain? What is causing fear? Because when you can identify it, then you can make a plan around it. Question number three, ask yourself this. What has been the thing that has brought you the most joy or fulfillment over the last 90 days? Now you can be really like a shallow answer on this. I don't mean shallow, like bad shallow, but I mean, you could say like my career has brought me joy or parenting has brought me joy, or you can go a little bit deeper and say, you know, when I did this presentation and I got a lot of rave reviews about it, that was really fulfilling. Or when I was able to help out in my daughter's school, that made me feel like a great mom. Like whatever it is, you can get very specific or you can keep it kind of generalized. It's probably a better word than shallow. But as you're kind of thinking about that, it is important that we focus on the things that give us joy and try to figure out how we can take that same experience, that same payoff and put it into all of those other areas of your life. But we'll get more into that in the workshop. Okay, question number four. How are you taking time to live with intention? Now, notice I said taking the time because it's one thing to say you want to have something in your life and it's a totally other thing to set up the structure, the motivation, and the habits to make it so. You know, recently I did a podcast series for our Life Balance members. We do a podcast episode every single week and we did a whole series about influencing yourself to help you reach your goals. And we talked about things like your personal motivation and the social ability and your environmental structure that you have, all of the things 
that work together to help you be successful, help to influence your success. And it's important that we think about things in this way because just thinking about something is not going to bring it into action. I know some people will say it will, that you just think it and you will live it. And I don't know how that can possibly be because I know every single time that I have had faith for something, I've prayed for something, I've listened to the Holy Spirit take an action and God either opened the door or shut the door, you know? And that's just, to me, how life works. So it's one thing to say, this is how I want it to be. But if you're not gonna set up the structures for that, then how is that ever going to be? I hope that that makes sense. So the main question you're gonna ask yourself is how have you done that in the last 90 days? Maybe you have brought about a morning routine or a lunchtime routine, or maybe your weekly success planning has gotten on point and you are like all about reviewing your goals every week and thinking how you can set yourself up for success, all of those things, right? So think about what you have done in the last 90 days. Now, human nature is you're going to start thinking of all the things that you didn't do. And normally I would advise you to not do that. But if that's where your mind goes, let your mind go there. Like it's okay to have that permission to say, you know what? I had the intention of wanting to do a morning routine and I didn't. I didn't set up any structure for success because this is all about learning and growing and that will help you learn and grow. And the last question, probably one of the most important questions that I want you to ask yourself are what are the top three things that got in your way of the intentions that you've set? And when we talk about intentions, I say the word intentions because some people don't like goals, but you know, you think about it, the beginning of 90 days ago, this first quarter of the year was January. So when you went into the new year, what were those goals that you set? What were those intentions that you set? The way you wanted 2020 to go for you and what three things, top three things, there might be 20 things that got in your way, but what are the top three things that kept you from making progress towards those goals that you set for yourself or those intentions that you set for yourself? So once you've asked yourself all of these questions, now what do you do with this? Well, you make a plan for the next 90 days. That's what you do. And there's no guilt and shame in your answers of anything you've answered in here because the thing I love about this 90-day process is it allows us to learn quickly, meaning we fail quickly, right? In three months, we can look back and say, gosh, these are the things I wish I would have done differently. You can course correct and do something different in the next 90 days. That's the beautiful thing about running in a 90-day sprint. It allows you to learn quickly so that you can do better and better every quarter. Now, the free workshop that I have put together for you will take you through the next steps of taking these answers and setting new goals for the next 90 days. And if you wanna learn the habits and the systems for living it out, well, that's exactly what the Life Balance System is for. We're kicking off a new 90 days inside Life Balance membership at the beginning of April. Of course, you can start whenever you want and still get the same support, but I do believe that there's strength in numbers and together, We got this. Remember, summer is coming. How do you want to enter summer as a mom in your career, parenting, faith, all of the different areas of life? Now, as a reminder, you can sign up for the free workshop by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash next 90 days. I've also put a link down in the show description on your podcast player. So you can click right on that and go straight to the page. Now, starting next week, we are kicking off a new career series, and I am so excited about sharing these powerful, faith-filled interviews with women that will help you reach your career goals. I mean, in this series, we have things like how to bloom right where you're planted. If God's put you somewhere and you're like, I don't really want to be here, but God's put you there, how do you make the best of that? 
We're going to cover that. If God is telling you to move on, how in the world do you do that? We'll be discussing that. And what if you've been praying for something in your career and it's just not coming into fruition? We're going to be talking about that, how to have better communication in the workplace, and how to tap into your Enneagram to help you excel in any career goal that you set. It's really going to be a phenomenal series, and I'm really, really excited to take you on the journey through all of the interviews with the incredible guests that we have lined up. So make sure you hit subscribe and share the podcast with a couple friends that might be interested in helping them grow in their career as well. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and listening to the show. Until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.